Disney Plus reveals a whole new slate of TV shows coming. And somehow I'm even more excited. Yeah, I, I may have peed a little. Apple Plus is around the corner. Matrix 4 is confirmed. What is happening? All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in. Scissors, 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 scissors. Are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Miss Puss, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 37. This is Dadpool with you, as always, joined by his co-host, The Trash Panda. Now, we are sadly missing our third misfit this week, uh, even though it's been a number of weeks since we recorded last. But mm. Chase, a red Viking, if you listened to our last two shows, had to go back to the States. He was only with us for a month, and the house just feels emptier. Yeah, it does. Well, when you when you're a We've six foot five, food, yeah, we have more food. <laughs> six foot five ginger in the house. Yeah, food tends to go quickly, as does space in this already cramped country oh, of England. Do not think for one minute that I have a problem with our food being eaten by said American. It's just <laughs> now when I open the fridge, it's not completely empty all the time. So. It's- you know, has its ups and downs because yeah, we do miss does. him. Oh, but this summer has gone by. We, we, we've uh, been a number of weeks now, so we apologize uh, for, for taking so long to record again. It's just with, with our summer camps and everything that we run. August the summer is just, just, it just a, goes. It's the, a the wipe. The month goes, and, and we've uh, got to start fresh now with uh, the yeah. almost school year. Although in America... No, it's September, so... In America, in some states, they're already three weeks into their school year. Boo for that. I know. Like, what happened to summers? No. What happened to proper summers? Like, get out, like, beginning of June, you don't go to school until after Labor Day, which is, like, September 4th or 5th, so you get this huge, long, three-month summer. As a kid, I loved it. Now, as a parent, I like the summers over here because in England, there is, what, five weeks? Six. Five to six, six weeks. They get six weeks of summer, a month and yeah. a half, which when you're trying to entertain children and still work and do all the things that you need to do. Unless it, you work at a school when you kind of get the same like holidays the same holiday. as the kids, that works. But it is incredibly difficult having like six straight weeks of trying to find things for your kids to do, especially if you're still working. So, yeah, I, I, I'm... Wish I had more time, but yeah, I'm I'm glad to be kind of going back to school. Yeah. But you know, I know we took August off. Okay. But seriously, what are you doing today? What What do you mean? What am I doing today? So today I we went decided we went frisbee golf. We went to golfing. We went to frisbee golf. But I. I <sighs> just gonna shake my head at your shirt. Today. What are you shaking your head at my shirt for? What is wrong with this shirt? He's got a My Little Pony shirt on. Okay, first off, it is a gray tone My Little Pony shirt, so it's not all bright and colorful. It's actually muted tones. But it's not even Friendship is Magic. It's like the My Little Ponies from when I was a kid. Okay. 
Yeah, you, yeah, there's no defense on that. Yeah, the shirt might not be manly. I'll give you that. But uh, not only that, last night, so we decide. Um, as I've got, here? you what know, I, what I'm did sorry. I do? What did you I said, do? Well, I bring I... up some banter. So this is what I'm bringing up. Last night, I said, we need to do, uh, um, we need to get a really uh, good score on our nightfall because I need to get two more guns to get my first, my Wayfarer title on Destiny 2. So one of those things is getting the Osprey. And to do it, you have to do this one particular nightfall is the only one you can do. It's the strange terrain one. And we decide we're going to sit down and just hack this thing out. Now, they said, I read the article to Sean about how it's supposed to work and what we needed to do and the likelihood of, you know, good loot dropping if you pass the 100,000 point mark. I will let you finish this story and then I will interject much. There will be much interjection after your explanation. And I did read it to him exactly word for word off the website I was looking at. We get all the way through this nightfall. We've done it the first time. And didn't make the 100,000. So he changed up a load of the modifiers and everything else. It got a little bit harder, but we got all the way to the end. And we were literally five minutes from the end encounter. Now, this is probably about an hour and a half in playing this. No, we were only playing it 20 minutes at a time, though. So it's not, it's not massive amounts. It's again. not massive amounts. And... All of a sudden, he dies during the last encounter. Now, this is not necessarily a bad thing because as a hunter, I can go invisible and go and save his life. But no, he goes, well, what's the point? Because we haven't got over the 100,000. So who cares? Let's just throw it in and start again. And I'm like, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yes, so, so she was getting on me about quitting at the game. But but here's the thing that, that I misunderstood is when you have to set up certain modifiers to get this certain point total so she can get her gun and and the way she initially explained it no, to me, because when I was making the modifier, I said, how much do we need to have to make sure Just you get the gun? Just because you understood it that way does not mean that's what I, I read. I asked, how much do we need to get to get this gun? And you said 100,000 was our point. So so I changed modifiers so we could potentially get there. So when we didn't get there, in my head, it's like, all right, let's just, let's, let's just do it again. But here's the just, thing. Just, here's just the thing. If you're not repeat. a Destiny player, when you complete a Nightfall, whether you get over the 100,000 score or not you still get loot you so made we it seem like yeah but you know what it, it's, like, it down. it's like in a raid when you raid in destiny if you Dumb. missed something like on Dumb. the challenge mode in destiny one you just you just wipe just do it again just wipe do Dumb. it again Dumb. i was Dumb. just wiping Dumb. and as far Dumb. as this shirt you cannot mock my choices you're calling our daughter dumb miss no i'm not my our daughter she picked this likes shirt out my little pony exactly. friendship is magic no but she, she didn't picked i picked it out with her help no I didn't. and you she told me, with me you told me this is like from the reason i rock this shirt you've crushed part of me now because the reason i wear this is because i assumed it was from our daughter and our daughter picked it out and you're telling me now this had nothing to do with our daughter i got it because i knew she'd like it okay it has ponies on it so she did not point this shirt out to you and say mommy daddy uh well, seeing as it was on like a shelf where she wouldn't have been able to see it, once I showed it to her, she was like, yay. You've just crushed the last like seven years of wah, my life. Wow, wow, wow. Whatever. I even have a pair, though, of My Little Pony board shorts. that Which are My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, which is acceptable. And the belt buckle, acceptable. But those but two I know school. she picked out, though. But those two I know she picked yeah, out. Yeah, she did. I've got that. You just crushed this shirt now. Now no, I'll I burn didn't. this shirt. I'm never wearing this shirt again now. 
This shirt is going in the trash. This shirt is going in the trash. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so it's been an exciting summer for us. Hopefully, you have had an exciting summer as well. Uh, I know, though, it's almost over now with, with, Mm -hmm. well, again, in the U.S., parts of the States. It has been over for a while with school starting. Um, It's still hot, though, which is is reminding me that it's summertime. Hot, hot, hot. But what have you been geeking out? Now, I know we, we've missed a number of weeks here. I, I, had a, I had a massive, massive list, and I had to whittle it down because I was trying to remember the things that were the, the most, most recent, even though a lot has happened in August. And uh, where do you even want to jump into this? Um, because video games, movie, TV show, where are you starting with, with uh, what you're excited about here? Uh, there's, there's been a lot going on. Um, apart from meeting Billy D. Williams, which was a really uh, interesting Encounter. Yeah, Billy D. Williams was Lando Calrissian in the original Star Wars trilogy. So we met him, but he's kind of deaf. So we had a question for him. We wanted to know how he thought Donald Glover's performance of his character was, how he felt about that. And we asked him and he completely blanked Yeah, but us. he wasn't talking to anybody. His, no. He just had his head down. Stuff was getting slid under. Now, he is 80 now, right? So he's not he's in exactly his young. Um, and stuff was just getting slid in Dude, front of him. Dude, my grandfather and he turned was, 90 and he's got decent hearing. My grandpa's 96 and he's got and he's still there. Yeah. You know, so. No excuse. My grandpa's better than your grandpa, who's better than <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Check anyway, that. Um, <coughs> I, I think we'll go video games first. I mean, still super excited about Shadowkeep. I'm just, there's no, I'm just excited about it. I'm really looking forward to when that drops. Yeah, Destiny's it's, new big DLC drop is coming in. But uh, it's, it's been October delayed. Now, yeah. It's been delayed till October. Which is really sad, but still excited that that's going to be coming out. Uh, one little one that I'm really, really uh, excited about is uh, Mario Kart Tour. Have you heard about this? Mario Kart Tour? Yes. Um, no. 25th of September. Free to start, and it's an app. You know, like the the Mario Run. Oh yeah. App. They're doing a Mario Kart version. Nice. It looks really, really super cool. Is it um, a pay game? No, or it's free a free to, to start. But you got to unlock levels, and I'm sure all kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, well, like the and... Mario Run, you once you pay like a, a a fee, and then that's it, and then it unlocks everything else. So. It, I mean, that one wasn't expensive to unlock. I think it was like three pounds and the rest of the, the app unlocked and That's you can do loads bad. of much. And there was a lot to do in that app. I mean, there okay. still is lots to do. So I really don't see there being a big problem with this. Um, if you can see the trailer, it's pretty cool. I'll try and put a link on it on the Facebook page. But uh, they're racing through Paris, going under the Eiffel Tower. Uh, there was a Rainbow Road uh, track. There's always Rainbow Road. Oh, yeah. It's infamous now. It's just going to think. And Rosalina's back. Rosalina, your oh, favorite character. I love in, my in Rosalina. Kart. Yeah. She's such a cool character. So, I mean, it looks really, 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 really good fun. Uh, lots of tracks, lots of racing. Obviously, it's an app version, so it will probably be both. You can do it via tilt control like you could with Mario Run. Yeah. And then with uh, also there's probably going to be uh, there's not a huge amount of information out there. There was just the trailer dropped. And I I love Mario games. So I'm excited about that one. No, oh, that's awesome. What else you got on there? Um, you want me to game go? wise. Yeah. I mean, that was it, really. Um, like I say. Really looking forward to Destiny 2's drop. Um, but apart from that, haven't been playing really anything else at the moment. Okay. Little, little apps, but nothing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, there's two things for me that are exciting right now. Uh, you know, one is which just with Google Stadia, they've released now a list of the games that are coming. Uh, it's a massive list, but but the, the list of games that some some aren't even released yet that are going to be new releases that are going to be launching with Stadia: uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Borderlands 3, Cyberpunk 2077. You get the Destiny 2, which is out, but it'll come with the, the Shadow Keep will be in, included in that. So anytime uh, any game has DLC added, it just comes with the Google Stadia. So if you're paying the subscription, the monthly i think it was 899 i think that's right per month all of the dlc will just be included in that price for you per month so okay. if they have the games you get those uh doom eternal final fantasy 15 moral combat 11 elder scrolls uh marvel avengers when that one launches in 2020 in may of 2020 uh that one's going to be included as well but uh it has ubisoft as a direct partner and and people that i've been talking to have been really skeptical about the cloud-based gaming because i've, I've tried to do it with uh PlayStation has their remote play. It just seems a bit clunky, but everybody that has played uh, Stadia is super impressed with it and is now really excited because I was listening to some of the developers and Bungie executives that were over uh, in Germany at GamesCon. And they were doing interviews, but they're like, you know what? I'd rather be playing Destiny right now on on Google because they, of course, have the the yeah. uh, the ability to play it as as they're testing it out. And they just say it's flawless. It's as if you're playing it at home. There's no latency. There's no lag. And to me, that's the biggest thing because as soon as you have e even a fraction of a second of latency. If you're playing PvP, you're dead yeah. uh, because the things that you're seeing aren't the things that are actually happening. And and everybody that, that has actually got their hands on this now uh, at GamesCon in Germany and are trying this out are super, super excited. Now, the cons, though, the things that bum me out uh, at launch, which will be, I believe... Oh, it's going to be early, early fall, early autumn time for Chromecast. Um, at launch, it's only available on Chromecast and a Pixel phone. So if you are an iPhone lover or a Samsung lover, you cannot play it on your phones. Uh, you have to have either Chromecast or a Pixel phone um, until early 2020. I think January, February, they're saying they will then release it for iPhones, for Galaxy tabs, for Apple TVs, okay. for all the other things that you want it on. But, but to me, like... If you can get into this, so so I've already got, we've got tablets, we've got phones, we've got Apple TVs. If, if I don't need to spend five or $600 on a PlayStation 5 system, and I can do this on Google Stadia for $8.99 a month, and I can play Destiny when it comes out, because that's what I'd want the PlayStation 5 for, I, I will do that. I mean, if this is a valid platform, I will go to cloud-based gaming right now. And that that's, yeah. I mean, that there's, there, there's, it, it, but again, it's that big if. It has to be a flawless experience. If you ever feel like you are playing remotely and you feel as if the controls you're inputting are not the controls you're seeing taking place and it's not a good user experience, this will fall flat. But if anybody is, is equipped for this type of thing, it's, it's Google that has all the money in the world. I mean, them and Apple like just just own the world essentially right now. So, so if, if they can do this well, this this is the future of gaming because I'm not going to spend... $500 or pounds on a system and no. and then the games when I can go you know what even over the course of a year I'm just paying 90 bucks you know for the, for this where that that's the price of two games and I'm getting 60 100 games that are all new that I want plus not having to pay for console so yes that that that's uh for me amazing and then second this one kind of I'm not sure how you feel about this. Now, I know we're in the UK right now. UK yeah. is is not big on guns. They are very anti-gun. Uh, you can have your shotguns, and there are rifle. You can go hunting with these hunting clubs uh, for, like, pheasants and, and geese and things like that. But for the most part, 
Now, in America, we have had some some mass shootings as of recently. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, mass shootings are terrible. For, first off, preface this. It's been terrible. It's been horrible. Uh, and seeing this from afar, and actually one happened in our town that we lived in in the U.S. Uh, while we were here, which was heart-wrenching as I'm reaching out to students that I worked with trying to make sure they're okay. But one thing that ESPN did is... And, and let me know how you feel about this is right after there was a couple weeks after that, they, they, they took down uh, Apex Legends. They had an Apex Legends tournament and they were going to be showing coverage of that. But they took that down because of the shootings. Now, Apex Legend is a, is a first person shooter. Uh, it's like a battle royale mode where you are shooting other people. And, and to me, this is almost like, again, society blaming video games on real world violence. And how do you feel about that? Correlation is, is it a is it a? Do you a, actually know? Is that, that a boss that move or a my, soft move? That was my um, uh, thesis. I would want to say in college was violence in the media. Okay, and having kind of studied the level of violence uh, in comparison to previous years and what is out there today, there is a direct correlation between the two. There is absolutely a correlation between the two. If you look at the first major shooting in the US, which was Columbine High School and those two lads, favourite movie, Natural Born Killers. What did they listen to? A lot of music that was all about taking a gun out and shooting people. And they were playing first person shooters. These were two really, really, really violent young men who were playing very, very violent games watching very violent movies and listening to very okay, violent music but without the violent video games do you, so so you're saying if they just had simply like call of duty taken away from them columbine wouldn't have happened is that is that what you're saying then N no not necessarily Okay. I'm not saying that because, because what seems to happen is video games become the scapegoat, though. When there's a, there's a lot deeper mental health issues that are running in, in certain places that are beyond my, just simple video okay, games. My, my point is, is that I think a lot of people look at the ES, ESRB ratings and use them as a guideline, the same as the movie ratings and use them as a guideline and think, hey, you know what, that's fine. But at the end of the day... You know what, as, as far as I'm concerned, there should not be, and I know I harp on Fortnite a lot, but there shouldn't be people under those ages playing on Fortnite. A lot agree. of people don't know these I days, agree. but you know what, I know tons of kids who even have, um, what's that stupid texting app that WhatsApp? I hate? WhatsApp. WhatsApp's actually now you have to be 16 to use it. Oh, yeah, but and it's, all, the amount it's all tweens, of yeah. Kids 10, I know 11, who have that app and are using it, it's not okay. We'll We're see. not policing these things properly. But you know what? I don't agree with games like Grand Theft Auto. Why do we need that? Yeah, it's not a healthy game. Why do we need it's it? It's just not a healthy game. Yeah, let's let's teach people how to go and steal and prostitute women and be violent and everything else. What is the point of that? Now, I played that game. I have to admit, I played it a little bit. No, it, it is a lot of people no, enjoy playing I it. I played the first one, but I used to put the hack on so it meant I could never get pulled over. And I never killed anybody. I just used to get the car and run off and go and do the little jobs. You had to go and pick up 
you know, it wasn't, it, I think it was just like picking up like packages and stuff. Oh, my goal was to see how many of the, the stars I could get, which meant the police were after you. And I wanted to try to all get to five, I think it was five stars. This was so long ago. And then the early, I think it was the first ETA. Yeah. Um, and and I, I tried to see if I could get to that level and then escape and get away without getting killed or, or taken in. And that was always, that was the only reason I ever played GTA was, was to see if I could get away. But there's, I, I think there's games out there that is just... I'll be honest, completely unnecessary. They really are. They're just violent and um, over-sexualized and stuff for the sake of it. And it's not necessary one little bit. But do I believe there's a great correlation? Yeah, I do. Sorry. Okay. I, I do. I, I, to me, I'm, I'm just tired of, of video games being the scapegoat for things like that. When I'm not when there necessarily are saying issues. it's just video games. I'm talking yeah. about music. I'm talking about movies. I'm talking about television shows. But you will even look at back in the 1800s when you saw these very violent gunslingers and stuff because they were brought up around those things. Those are the things they knew. If we are saying we're going to bring up these kids in a world where they're watching people do these on video games, they're watching people doing it on TV and listening to people doing it in music, then I'm sorry, that's what they're learning. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I saw my generation saying a lot of bad songs in school about, about things, you know, and did said things. And our generation wasn't. And we were a video game generation, my generation. And there was a shooting generation in the video games. And then we still didn't end up doing that. It's just, uh, I, I don't know. Your generation I, I the, was playing Pong. My generation was not playing Pong, thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, they were. My generation, we at least had all the Nintendos, Nintendo 64, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I mean, those were... Yeah, I know, but still, you We had GoldenEye. We played GoldenEye, where you're going around shooting people, and our generation wasn't the one that was out, out doing mass shooting. So there, there's something else. There's been a different shift, but it gets blamed on video games. And that, that though, is what I don't like. I don't like the fact that it, it's blamed solely, oh, we're going to take this down because this is why the shootings happen. Shootings are terrible, again, but there's deeper issues that are going on than just a video game. Because I think I think people that are disturbed, they'll carry out what they want to do in some way, regardless of, 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 of what video game they're playing. And that, that's just, you're right, maybe it is media as a whole, uh, when you wrap it all up together, but there's still something there, and we got to disagree on this one. Um, so yeah, that, that's my video game news for today. Do your research. I will do my research, but that is my take on that. I just don't like the scape. I just don't like the scapegoat. Again, you see politicians in America blaming video games. That's the one. Oh, it's video game. No, it's not video games. Go pick on someone else and blah. No, it's the media in general. Yes, agreed. Okay, moving on. Um, we need to get past this this topic here, uh, and we will we will circle back though to some mental health stuff because I, I do want to touch on a few more things because we do that a lot, and I like to. Um, so movies. No, let's do TV shows first. I'm more excited about TV shows. Can we do TV mm-hmm. shows first. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go first? Um, no, I can I can go. Uh, one of the things that I've just spotted, which I'm quite excited about actually, um, on September the 11th, which I don't think it has any correlation with anything else. But um, Cobra Kai is a uh, quite a popular YouTube premium show um, based on the original Karate Kid movies. And it's made it to three seasons now. And it's is apparently got a massive following. And YouTube, you've not been able to watch it unless you pay for YouTube premium. Yeah, the premium. 
but they're releasing it on September the 11th on the regular YouTube. Now, it will be ad-based, so there will be ads during it. Of course. But I think it's to try and encourage more people to actually go and get into YouTube Premium. It has really surprised me that that it has made it this far. Oh, yeah. As as far as when you think of streaming services and original content, you do not think of YouTube. No. And and I think this is their one. They've done more than just this, but this is the one that they're just known for right now because it actually has gained the most traction. And yeah. I don't know though. I'm not gonna. But anyway, I'm quite for. I'm looking forward to being able to watch, oh, watch it. it for free. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. free. Absolutely. So, um, if you are interested in seeing it, it's only the first season that's being dropped at the moment, but it is going to be on September the 11th. You can go onto YouTube and you can watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, well, I mean, just I, I can't afford another streaming service. I really can't because so so we have. Apple Plus is coming and they've released more trailers. We've seen more about that morning show one with Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. And again, Steve Carell in a serious role. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, but they just released the uh, the Dickinson trailer. And this mm-hmm. this is Haley Steinfeld. And it's a weird modern take on the Emily Dickinson story. But but it's quirky enough and modern enough that, that it's really drawn me in where I actually want to see it. I'm not a person that, that goes out of their way to watch period pieces. That's not my thing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dystopian is my thing. I, I like that. And, and sci-fi is my thing. I like that. But period dramas are not really what I'm drawn to. But if you've seen this trailer, it's a really cool look at, at the story. And so, um, again... Apple Plus is 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 gonna have my money now. Unfortunately, with, with their trailers, they they still haven't told us how much it's gonna be. They haven't given us a price. Now Disney's come out. They're launching November twelfth uh, at seven ninety nine, which that that right there is awesome because it puts them right in line with Netflix, the Netflix basic. But but again, their content is far inferior to what Netflix has as a whole as far as numbers yeah. wise. But but what they are offering on on Disney Plus is the entire catalog of Disney movies ever, like everything ever they mm-hmm. will have on there, along with all this content. Um, and uh, and so in comparison to that now. The problem with Apple is they always try to be premium, don't they? Yeah. And I'm really worried they're going to go like the like the HBO uh, now, which is fifteen ninety nine a month is what they charge. I'm really worried that Apple is going to try to put themselves in line with that when Apple doesn't have the content, though. Now, Apple has they have some good shows coming. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the new one, uh, the sci fi one with Jason Momoa that looks awesome. Um, and a lot of these rom coms and there's some good stuff they're putting together that, that again, I will pay them. But when you start adding up. So Netflix, I mean, what, what is that? The basic package is eight ninety nine, but nobody pays for the basic. That's standard definition. Nobody wants that. You're paying the the $15.99 for the four screens and the HD. That's what we pay because we have our family that watches as well Mm -hmm. on it. Um, Amazon Prime, $8.99 a month. Now, that's actually pretty good. $7.99 a month. Or £7.99 here. I believe it's $8.99 in America. But that also includes... Amazon Prime, which is awesome. Amazon Prime shipping and everything else. And and a little bit of Amazon Music. You get cool stuff with Amazon. Um, and if you're also in the UK, you might have Now TV. So their entertainment package, which is TV, is seven ninety nine, seven pounds ninety nine. Uh, the movies is nine ninety nine. But these all start adding up because we do have we have Now TV, we have Amazon, and we have Netflix. And now we're looking to try to add Disney Plus and Apple Plus. So if Apple goes for the premium side of this, I think we might have to pass though, because fifteen ninety nine won't be worth the content we get from that. 
No. Um, it, it's stuff that I want to see, but I, I don't think we can afford that. So I'm really hoping Apple will look at the content they have. They'll realize they're sitting on a hundred billion dollar pile of cash and go, you know what? We, we can price ourselves lower. Let's just get a good subscriber base. And if they can build that base and then build up their content, then maybe later I'd be willing to pay more. But they better come in my head for what they're offering. They better be right around like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine or so. Otherwise, I can't afford. I mean, Disney Plus will get my money, especially with Obi Wan. Oh my goodness! So, so I, I was super bummed. I was super bummed when I heard the Obi Wan movie was canceled. I don't. Know, did you feel that same way when you heard after Han Solo that all of the other spinoff movies were canceled? Because I was so excited about Obi Wan. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't not. No, I was. Eh. But but now though, so instead of a two hour movie. It, with a series that is potentially six to ten episodes long, you're looking at six to ten hours of Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan. Uh, and did, they just released, I think, today that it's it's supposed to be set eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Now, how long ago was Revenge of the Sith released? Uh, so, 99 was the first one. Three years later, so that's 2002. And then two years, 2004. Four or five? Four or five. Okay, because so it's three years between each one. So two. Was it three years between? I thought it was just every other I think year. It was. Okay. Well, oh regardless, God. we're actually then pretty close to you and McGregor's aging, and I, I like the fact because he's he's at the age where he's supposed to be now. So where Obi Wan is supposed to be is where you and McGregor is, and and he just played the role so perfectly in the original trilogy. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see him in a series. Two thousand five. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess now we're actually, you know, 14 years up on from that. But um, I yeah, well, I, the original ones, because it was 77, then it was 80 and 83. OK, yeah. For all the, the originals. I mean, all, all the scripts are written now. So they have all the scripts for this, the Zobi one series. They're just not going to start filming until kind of second quarter of 2020 is what I've heard so mm. far, but, but it's all set. It's all ready to go. They're just going to finish Mandalorian, get that out there first, uh, and then start shifting gears and maybe alternate different parts of the year for Mandalorian is going to be maybe a fall release. And I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it, but it, it just has me really excited because that's another show. Disney plus is releasing that, uh, again, I, I can't afford to miss that no. now. Unfortunately, what did I hear? Mandalorian is going to be a weekly release. Yep. So it's not going to be like the Netflix dump of here's a whole season and then everyone I'll be binges honest, it in a week. That it looks amazing. Oh, the it new trailer. doesn't look like it's going to be a thing for kids. No. It's more Rogue One. Well, than... but, but again, they're trying to keep this family friendly. They're saying nothing R will be on there. I, I do imagine they'll probably has to hit that PG-13 rating is, is what they're going to hang on here. So that would exclude all your, again, your younger kids. You're right. Um, it, I, it doesn't look like one that I'd be like, oh, kids, let's sit down and watch this all together. I don't think that's going to happen straight away. No, but I, in a way, though, I do have the, the nostalgia for the shows that were released weekly. When, when you think of like the epics on TV that, that you would watch and then you're left on a cliffhanger and you had to wait till like a whole week before you could watch it again. And you actually... You, you processed it more because when you binge watch full seasons in a day or a couple days, you have no concept of what each episode was. You just kind of have this vague impression of the whole season. Whereas when you watched week to week, it kind of kept you 
really marinating in one episode for a whole week, thinking about it. How could it, how could the next weeks be different? How could it change? Like what could happen? And so even That's though. That's why I'm so glad, like on a Monday night, uh, my dad FaceTimes us and we sit and oh, watch yeah, Star yeah. Trek Discovery. And we pretty much, you know, we, we slogged through it and we, yeah, we I mean, it was amazing one. because we enjoyed it so much. And, um, we're actually watching it back through with him because he hasn't, he hadn't had a chance to see the rest of it. So we're on season two now and we watch maybe two episodes on a Monday night together. And it's, it's great because now I'm actually sitting there going, Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, that was pretty cool. Or laughing at stuff. I realized that, you know, I didn't necessarily get because of the knowing what happens at the end, going oh, back okay. through yeah, some yeah, of yeah. these, you're like, Oh yeah, I totally missed that. That's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. That's nice. Yeah. So, so I, I, I know that the age that we're in though doesn't like having to wait a whole week for another episode. Yeah. And, and 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 part of me is the same way, but but part of me is like, you know, I like that. I really like the idea of watching an episode and going, okay, next week we can sit down. I mean, I, I miss sitting down at certain times and just kind of snuggling down and, and watching a show because it was on at a certain time. Yeah. And, and that that it brings just something back to me where I, I kind of, I, I do miss it. And so I'm excited they're doing it this way because it just, again, let, lets you marinate in an episode, especially yeah. in these shortened series where they're only six to 10 episodes, which is all of these, uh, these Disney plus limited series, like the Loki one just confirmed at six episodes. So we're getting Tom Hiddleston as Loki and they're going to finish telling that story in six episodes. And that's going to be it. That's all they're ever going to do on Disney plus with, with Hiddleston as Loki is that, um, but that's kind of what you have to do because you're just kind of filling in stories. Yeah. And same with the Obi-Wan. You're just going to kind of fill in the story. And when you filled it in to the point where A New Hope takes over, you can't fill in anymore. It's been filled in. And then it's over. And that, that, that's how all these Marvel ones are going to be. But but they're essentially like each episode is a mini movie. I mean, they're putting money into these. So uh, that's why I'm excited about Obi-Wan being mm. there. Um yeah, and, and again, it, it's Apple. You better be cheap. You better not try to premium the crap out of this one because I'll be really unhappy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be unhappy. Uh, D23. Can we please just talk about D23? Because it's just happened and it was amazing. If you have to. If I have to. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> First of all, one of the things that made me really happy is with the Eternals movie, they've actually announced the entire lineup of the Eternals. Uh, there's a Looks cool so photo, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was so happy to see Kit Harrington, Jon Snow, <laughs> King of the North. He's now you, playing the I, Black I know. Knight. Did you tell your dad about that? I haven't yet. No. Oh my goodness, he's going to want to watch Jon that even Snow, more. Jon Snow, King of the North. Yeah, that looks very good. excited about Jon Snow joining the <laughs> the Eternals. He's going to be playing uh, the Black Knight, Dane Whitman. So if you don't know about the Black Knight, um, you need to put on some linkage to his story because it's quite involved. Yeah. Because he's not a very well-known character. Well, the Eternals aren't really well-known. No, they're people, not. Uh, I mean, if you've read the comics and some of the, especially the space ones, the Thanos, and then those that are out there, you'll, you'll run into them. But but they're, they're not like a, a normal Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man story that people the general public would know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we can put some links to that if you want to see some of the, yeah. the fill in stuff. on. Um, other Marvel news, black Panther two got itself a May, 2022 release date. Uh, the Hulk is getting company because she Hulk's going to come to Disney plus. Oh yeah. They have three. Did you cool. see the three? You've got she yeah. Hulk, you've got moon Knight, and, uh, another one. 
I forgot yeah. the other one. Um, Game of out. Thrones director Matt Shackman <laughs> is going to be helming One Division. Thor and Ant Man characters will be in that series. Nice. So uh, One Division. This is going to be really cool. We're going to see Thor and Ant-Man more. But it's going um, to be a rom-com. Did you hear that? It's going to be like yeah. Marvel's first rom-com. We're going yeah. to have Paul Bettany, Michelle Olsen as a married couple living in a suburban house. I'm sure probably not. Yeah. I don't know what this is going to be about, but it's just. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, funnily enough, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, Emily Van Camp's coming back as Sharon Carter. Oh. So after she snogged her possible dad... I guess. Okay. Uh, niece. Nef- uncle. She kissed yeah, her uncle because Peggy is her aunt. Yeah, I and know. And that means that if Steve's now Peggy's husband, she made out with yeah. her uncle, it's which weird. is sick and wrong. What but is there she, we go. Agent 13? Isn't that what her designation yeah. is? Okay. Um, the What If review uh, footage is up as well. Yeah, and there's um, so many people that are voicing that. Now, that's an oh, animated series, but but everybody that's everybody in the MCU is actually lending their voices to be a part of the What If saga. Yeah. And that, that that that's, again, it's just the same same idea as the Red Sun Superman. What if Superman's capsule landed in Russia and he was raised by Russians? How would that have changed the dynamic yeah. of Superman? And this is like, what if? What if, you know, Peggy Carter was, was Captain America? What if... Captain America was a Hydra agent from the beginning. All, all the different yeah. things they could possibly do. Uh, so even though it's animated, it's going to be really, really cool. Um, Kamala Khan's coming to life. Ms. Marvel. If you're confused why there's that a Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel and Ms. Marvel Ms. Marvel's was... coming back, we're going to see uh, Kamala Khan come to life, which will be ah, interesting. That was the one. It was... Again, we'll try and put another link up because uh, there is a big difference between Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel, which gets kind of confusing. There's a difference? No, they're the same, <laughs> except for Ms. Marvel can stretch and become really big and, and make fists the size of houses and okay, punch you. Not everybody knows that. Okay, but she, she does. Now, the thing I want to talk about really, there's, really, 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 really want to talk about. comic they can read that has Ms. Marvel. No. Read The Amazing Spider-Man. It's a newer one. It was like 2016 or 15, and it's a really cool Spider-Man's line. gone. <sighs> forever. Not forever. Sony says no. No, it was actually kind of the, the fault of both of them, apparently. It doesn't matter. Spider-Man's gone. I'm so angry. No, no more Spider-Man. They've got to be able to like reconcile that. Come on, Star Wars is more important. No, but uh, so so even Star Wars, Star Wars, know, Star but hold Wars, on, Star hold on, Wars. Hold on, please. I know, but just Bob Iger, CEO of you know Disney, had been trying to broker this deal with Marvel and Sony to bring them together so they could bring more of these characters to life. Now, did you know Kevin Feige actually worked on Venom, which is a Sony? Did you know that? You didn't know that, did you? So Feige worked on Venom. Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, worked on Venom. And he had had these meetings with the uh, head, the chief of Sony Pictures. Cut it out. I'm talking. With the chief of Sony Pictures. And they were actually looking to try to bring more of these crossovers into fruition. There's 900 characters in the Spider-Man world. Okay. And they were trying to make this happen. And I think they still can. Because the script for Spider-Man 3 is already written. They've written the script for Spider-Man 3. And that's got to include the MCU. They've got to make this happen. I'm done with Spider-Man, so I'm glad. Okay, well, there's right, two more Star solo, Wars. two more solo Spider-Man movies that Sony will be doing independence of the MCU. Boo, Star Wars. So Th- Star there Wars. There are Spider-Man fans out there. I am one of them. Do not mock my Spider-Man and push me okay, to the side. Okay, there's a million Spider-Man movies, and most of them are not that great. So you know what? Down with Spider-Man now. Done. Drop it. 
boom. But Tom Holland is amazing. And Tom Holland spoils movies right, left and centre. So Marvel's probably getting a good thing, getting him That's, gone. He, he can spoil Sony movies now exactly. instead. <laughs> I'm sure so, he's very, very nice and he seems a nice guy. But I'm happy that we're not doing more Spider-Man because no. the last one was just kind of bleh. No, but there was massive cliffhanger at the end. They've got it. They can't do that without the MCU. Bleh. You cannot have that cliffhanger without the MCU. Oh, well. Okie dokie. So, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Me, 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 me. Go ahead. I'm listening. I promise. I'm going to throw something at you in a minute. <laughs> Trash Panda, go ahead. Star Wars. Hey, you all the way through my little Spider-Man rise, thing. The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Super excited for that. Trailer looks... I don't know what the trailer looks like. It's It, uh, it looks great. And at the same time, oh, it's confirmed the worst theory about who Ray is. And I'm has not confirmed, happy. Well, but, but, it kind of has. No, but hold on. you told me first off that you didn't like fan no, theories. I don't and like I was trying it. to show you this. Okay. And then you wouldn't listen so, to me. And now you believe it? So here's my reasoning. Because when you said it, I really didn't want to hear it because I was... I have my own things, and now the more I s I've kind of looked into it now, you got, you it's got to just explain. Ridiculous. You okay. got to explain the theory. So first. obviously, in the trailer, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to go and watch it. Um, Ray is with Poe and Finn. Some other stuff happened, and at the end, you see, apart from her having another massive saber fight with Kylo Ren, she. Uh, basically looks like she's gone Sith. Like a very dark-looking Ray. Yeah, dark cloak. Dark-looking Ray. Uh, a double lightsaber that she flips up to make the Darth Maul, Darth Maul lightsaber, which Sean just showed me a really funny little gift that somebody made, like a Swiss Army knife yeah, like, lightsaber. Well, she, it was so funny. Like when the lightsaber opens up and folds into like a double lightsaber, a whole bunch of like the Swiss Army knife attachments but in lightsaber form yeah like, like appear with it and fan it was out. really funny anyway right. um on. so one th fan theory that's going around right now that ray is a clone now this sounds ridiculous to begin with and you think oh no i don't believe it blah 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 but the more i've thought about it the more it kind of makes sense because if you think about the fact in the last movie when ray did her dark side walk which in uh uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. When Luke is on Dagobah and he goes in that cave that Yoda says, don't go in there. What happens? He ends up killing his father, which was Vader, which he didn't know was his father at the time. Yes. But, you know, he ends up taking off Darth Vader's head, but it's actually his father. And then he looks, you know, it's, it's just that kind of thing. Now, when Rey goes into the hole on... Um, What's the name of the planet they're on? I can't remember. Oh, on the, oh, on the Jedi, Luke, wherever yeah. the Jedi yeah. warrior is. Um, so when she goes into the pit to the dark side hole, whatever you want to call it, um, she sees a repetition of herself like a million times over. She sees like a million rays in a, in a reflection. Yeah, when Luke is trying to teach And they're all clicking yeah. and they're clicking all in sequence, which supports the theory that she may well be a clone. Now, the thing is, is that if Snoke um, actually made Rey into a clone, um, it's a possibility that she might be the only good clone out of the entire bunch. And that's why she's kind of 
been you know, like dumped on Jakku to kind of fend for herself and be hidden because they were trying to find her being a clone. And that's why she has such a good relationship with Finn, who is... He's got to be a clone of sorts. But that theory even goes a bit further into the fact that uh, with Emperor Palpatine possibly still being in the background, that the, these clones were created for his his presence, his essence to go back into and take possession of. And yeah, There's a lot more depth to it. I honestly, I kind of, I see what they're saying and I really, really hope that it isn't the case because then that would make sense of why she's like the Sith version, because that's actually a clone version of her, not actually our Ray. Yes. So here, that, that's where it gets to. And you're like, mm. I, I'm hoping it's more the fact that she's the Bendu because that was what Luke was trying to kind of get across to her is it's about the balance. It's not about being either good or bad, but it's being the person in the middle that a Jedi can be passionate and can love and have all these things. They don't have to be perfect, but it's not good to go all the way to the dark side either and make it all thing, which is why if you watch Star Wars Rebels, you get to understand what Bendu is and he's the neutral. And yeah. I'm hoping that it means that she is just the neutral and is able to use both sides because we already saw Luke actually becoming those things because crushing somebody's windpipe is a bad side power. That's a Sith thing. And he did that in Return of the Jedi. So we saw him like walking into those very neutral areas a little bit. And I'm hoping that she is the Bendu. Do you expect to see Luke in a for as a force projection yes. in this next one? Okay. So he will be a role. He'll be absolutely. A, okay. Just the same way that Obi-Wan was the force projection thing for yes. Luke in Return of the Jedi. Was Return of the Jedi he was in? Yes. Okay. That he came back. All right. No, again, that that movie's out what in three months now. I'm so excited about. I'm so excited. Yeah, about I'm. That. I mean, I'm glad Abrams has taken back the kind of helm Abrams of it. He's a visionary because for this the second stuff. one, I um, I love Travol. I do. I liked. You know, I love the Jurassic Park, uh, the Jurassic World movie. Wasn't so much keen of the second one, but you know, the first one was really well done. Wasn't keen on how he treated the second movie. But, you know, it's a Star Wars movie. I enjoy Star Wars. It's just, that's just the way it is. But I'm really, really, really hoping as much as I've had to bow to credence of the clone theory, I'm hoping it's the Bendu theory. Yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with it either way. I really think, uh, again, because we have Abrams as the helm, whatever he does here is going to be amazing. I mean, you look at what he's done. When he did the first Star Trek, that first Star Trek is the best of, of the three new Star Trek, right? Yeah. Uh, of the first two Star Wars, his was the best of the first two Star Wars. So so the the dude, when he puts his hand on something, it just turns to gold. He's done amazing. Uh, I mean, some of his TV shows were a little bit suspect. I mean, I know people liked, was it Dollhouse one that he did, mm. uh, which, which is a bit odd. I mean, people loved Lost, though, uh, although it had a really funky ending. Actually, Netflix has come up with a new show called I Land, which is very Lost-like. Okay. But it's um, it seems to be uh, people who have kind of gone the wrong way in their lives, and they're in sort of like a prison, but they're put like in online version huh. of this island yeah. where they've got to basically live and survive the island. But if they die on the island, even though it's in 
like the thing that's where they die in real life as well. Okay. So it was, an in, it was an interesting looking one. Um, Does that have anything to do with Abrams? No. 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 You just um, <laughs> you just because you said Lost. No, I, I know. I, I was know. linking it to oh, Lost. Okay. <laughs> um, the other show that's going on You're Disney awesome. Plus Trash Panda. that um, actually, um, apart from Noelle, which is... You didn't um, mention Moon Knight because that looks amazing too. Anna and that's Kendrick. a really cool character. I, I love the Noel movie looking with Anna yes, Kendrick. That looks like really good. funny. Um, the other one I'm really looking forward to is um, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. That looks really... So strange. Yes. Uh, um, I, really, I was trying to really, think of really the funny. adjective for describing it, but it's one I will probably watch just because it's there. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm... The I'm, world would be less if Jeff Goldblum was not a part of it. Just what he brings to... What are you doing? Turn that I'm, down. No, no, it's the... So you two, um, dig up, dig up dinosaurs? Why are oh. we playing this? Listen! I'm listening, but I don't... Okay, yes, Jeff Goldblum is a crackpot. We, 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 we know his laugh is... is if you're interested, there is a Jeff Goldblum laugh remix song. Uh, you can hear it in the background on um, on YouTube. And it is like three minutes long and it's amazing. <laughs> and it's just him doing that. That was more Nicolas Cage than Jeff Goldblum. No, it's Jewish. I know, but what Jeff you Goldblum. just tried to do was more Nicolas Cage than Jeff Goldblum. You got to work on your Goldblum. Well, I'm going to do this then. Hey, nobody can hear that. Oh, that's amazing. The audio quality of that is terrible. You're not doing our listeners any good doing that. It's so much fun, though. I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> anyway, it's called The World According to Jeff Goldblum, and it looks completely strange and wacky and, and very odd. But Jeff Goldblum is just such a... For a fun Disney Plus show. Odd character anyway i mean the thor ragnarok got 10 gold blooms so i mean 10 out of 10 gold blooms i mean just... did he rate that Is no that... <laughs> Look, i'm just wondering that right. was just one of the like you know like they say you know time out says a oh. masterpiece of fiction or whatever it they do it said 10 out of 10 gold blooms <laughs> oh my goodness i love it I, I love it. That. Again, that, that is one of the very few movies that I've seen that I've, well, Thor Ragnarok, sorry, watching it where I could just watch it again instantly and still be entertained with it. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie. It was a great movie. Um, I've, I've got a lot more, but I, I know I can't really touch on it. Is there anything pressing? Though? I'll, I'll kind of run through a few of my points that are that, that I had as far as some highlights here. Uh, Matrix 4 is official. I, I'm not sure. I've if, got that on I here. Know, I'm not sure if I'm excited <laughs> or not because thinking back, I, I I might be viewing the Matrix through rose-colored lenses, thinking it was amazing. But really, it's one fantastic movie, one kind of eh movie, and one that was just like a turd dead in the road movie. Where so a fourth one, like where does that one gonna fall? It, it it'd be really tough to to match the original Matrix. Well. Lana Wachowski is coming back, although her sister Lily is not available because she's working on other things. But they have got Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss have it's, confirmed. It's, it's confirmed. How it's, does that work? They're both dead. Maybe. Maybe no, not. No, they're both dead. You don't know that. I know that. The robots kept them alive. The machines kept them alive. No. You don't know they're dead. 
They never no. actually. They, they never actually say they're dead. Neo thinks she's dead and leaves. You never know she's, she's dead. dead. How is she dead? If she had even chance to be alive, you would have brought her back again after the last time where he basically put his hand in her and. But that was in the Matrix. This is out of the Matrix that he couldn't do anything. So, so we don't know. Uh, another one of my points, though, Andy Serkis directing Venom uh, two. I, I, this is phenomenal. I mean, Andy Circus <laughs> is amazing. He, I mean, m- I mean, mocap technology is where it is because of Andy Circus. Yeah. Uh, you have the addition of Woody Harrelson as Carnage. This is going to be a great movie. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that as well. Did you see the new uh, Terminator Dark Fate trailer that dropped today? Oh, I didn't today. Yes, today. No. I was just reading those, and the, it, it looks. Phenomenal. More, 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 more Sarah Connor. Lots more Terminators and some really creepy Terminators. And uh, a lot more of that chick who's kind of part Terminator that's just kicking butt all over the place, especially with the Terminators. That is good for my point in that James Cameron has already said that depending on how the first movie does, he already has the next two scripted and ready. So (laughs) if this one does well, they they, they know the direction. And again, James Cameron is such a visionary and and the stuff that he puts on screen uh, is always just breathtaking. It it is technology, but it pushes the edge of everything that you can push. And, And the fact that he has two movies waiting in the wings, I'm really hoping this one does well because the more James Cameron I can get, you know get, what? The happier We've had I'll be. Terminator since the '80s. It has come back in many forms, and it has still done well no matter what. Well, and even Terminator when three, three went, a, yeah. they still came back and redid it with Terminator Salvation. Salvation and, and Genesis it. were decent, though. And I like Salvation, and I like Genesis. I do too. But, but, I like but, them but both. apparently they never happened. Did you know? Apparently they never happened. I love Amelia Clark and especially her oh, doing being Sarah Connor was amazing. But did you know they never happened? They never happened. Well, according to James Cameron. Yes, according to James Cameron, they never happened. Um, I think I had more. Gonna but still watch them. Titan season two. Their trailer looks awesome. Yeah. There's a Titan season two, and I'm, I, she's got the star thing in her head finally. Uh, yeah. Very exciting. Go Raven. Go Raven. Um, but but guys, I, I just I just want to we're gonna we're gonna end it right there. Um, hopefully, we'll be back on our normal track of every other week. We're gonna try to get back on that and, and give you the, just the top news. Um, but but again, touching on mental health, we talked about that a little bit earlier in a very vague way. Uh, guys, it is not a weakness to admit you need some help. I, I was talking to someone today uh, and I was just looking at something they posted that it is not a weakness. It is a strength to actually say that you need some help in this if you're struggling with something because it takes strength to do so and it makes you a stronger person. So if you're struggling with something, just know that, uh, again, we've said the stat, one in four people in the UK are struggling with some form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. One in 10 have a very severe form of mental illness around you every single day, everywhere you go. And to say that, you know what, I need some help. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not a weak thing. It doesn't make you any less. Uh, it actually means that you're trying to get better. And that to me is a strong thing. And, and just know there are people that want to help you get better. Um, we had a number of uh, a couple kids uh, just recently that I've been been working with that, that were really struggling. We're working to get them some help, but they, but they are admitting that, hey, you know what? I, I do need some help. I'm trying to hold up the weight of the world on my shoulders. I've got my issues right here, and I'm trying to hold up the issues of all my friends around me and family, but I, I can't do it. And so I'm like, you know what? You don't have to. And that's the thing I try to instill in her is that, guys, you, you don't have to solve everybody's problem around you. Focus on you first, okay? Focus on your issue. If, if you have things you're dealing with, 
focus on that. Let let yourself heal from that. Find yourself some help for that. Uh, you, you don't need to support everybody else. Try to get them some help, but it's not your responsibility to do so. Um, and there's people that want to help. Well, what's the organization that the counties is a part of that uh, is an, it's an online chat thing that you can talk chat about? Chat now. Just chat now, guys. There's something called chat now. Uh, look it up. I want to look it up right now because I want to make sure that th- this is exactly what it is. Um, well, it is. I've got it on my phone. You've got it right now. Oh, yeah. Chat now app. Um, or, or basically, if, if you need to talk to somebody right now, uh, you can do that. If you need to, to get an issue off your chest right now, if you're struggling with something right now, there's an app called Chat Now. Uh, you can download it. It's free. And, and it brings somebody right there that can help you, that can offer support, can offer help instantly. Guys, we're always available here. Uh, we, we try to give mm-hmm. you our social media stuff as well uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the Geek UG. The Geek UG, all one word uh, for, you know, the Geek Underground. And you can direct message us, do anything you want, get our attention, and, and we'll try to respond as well as soon as we can. We're try- we're on all the time, except if we're really out and sleeping. But the Chat Now app, somebody's always on there. And uh, you, you can always talk. And we just try to give you these resources so that you can, you can find help if you need it. And it's okay to admit you need help because yep. we all probably have points in our life where we need help. And uh, I want to give you those options. So... So, yeah, I think I'm done. I need help. You need help? Yeah. But you got me. I do. Yeah, but you need more help than, than me because you need help because of me, I think. So it's good to, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to talk to, to somebody else that's not me. It is like having another kid in the house at times, I swear. Oh, my goodness. I was getting scolded for playing Frisbee golf today. No, because he kept throwing the Frisbees at our son <laughs> as he was walking in front. And I knew Johnny I well that I was name. then going to have to go and pick them up because... My son wasn't going to go and pick them I up. I was picking them up as I walked. he was not because he'd thrown them in the other direction <laughs> and he kept walking straight instead of going and getting said frisbees. I had them forcibly taken from me. cheap frisbees. They were forcibly these were taken from me. These were frisbee golf frisbees. And he's always complaining, I don't know where I might have gone. I think somebody's buried them. No, it's probably because he's thrown them into trees and into bushes and then oh, gone, oh, I never, I never leave I my frisbees. I must have the right amount of frisbees that I brought with me, even though I had six. Now I've got three and that must be the same number. Yeah, no, trash panda. What? Nothing. Really? I'm gonna get some nothing. Okay. Okay. Big scoop of nothing. Good for you, guys. We love you. We thank you we for do. joining us. Um, like trash panda always likes to say, be unique and don't forget to be awesome because you are. Yes, because and you need to be a peacock. In a sea of penguins. You were going to say penguin first, weren't you? I was going to say penguin. <laughs> be, be a peacock in a sea of be penguins. Uh, we've got too many sign-offs. Be unique. Be a peacock in a sea of penguins. But you know what? Don't forget to be awesome. DFTBA. That's too much. DFTBA. Don't forget to be awesome. Deft blah. Don't forget to be awesome. Because you are. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.